Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam, including the Tascam Mini Studio. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. episode of Wookie Radio. It is the Smuggler's Duo, since Derek has caught the Dagobah Swamp Flu, or, or the Hoth Ice Cold. I don't I don't know which he got. <laughs> I think this is actually the first time that we've done the show that I've been on it, but he's not. I, I maybe. He's always here. But you know, it's going to make... It's going to make Friday fun when I ask him, how are you doing this week? <laughs> and it will be yeah. a legit. I haven't talked to him in since last week. Um, joining us. Transmission commencing. From the followers of the Force podcast, we have David, Jason, and Gwendy. Or if we go proper order, Gwendy, Jason, David. Why is it a proper order? Because <laughs> I'm a gentleman. I'm going to go ladies first. Oh. oh. <laughs> well, I, wait, I'm second. So what does that say about me? Wait, wait. And I am last. <laughs> And chill is last. I love it. Well, thank you guys for having us. Yeah, our thank pl- you. Our pleasure. Uh, thank you for responding to our uh, call when we put it out there on uh, on Twitter. Yeah. Just figure. It's always fun to see who else is out there doing this and um, how everybody else is doing it. Yeah, and, and to get their thoughts as well. You know, we all talk about the same stuff eventually week after week. So it's love to get the other opinions. But before we get started, again, you knew we're not going to be able to escape this. What? Uh, a second. What am I not escaping? Hold on. It's the icebreaker we do every time we have. Oh, no. We have an icebreaker? So you want to explain oh. this, Ken, while I'm looking up yeah. something else I need? Uh, Mike has a little game for us all to play, which is really not fair because oh, okay. it's going to be three on one this time. <laughs> it's going to be stump a chump. Every time, no, every time we have a guest podcast on with us, we play the um, Star Wars Family Feud. <laughs> okay. So just like so, family, family Feud, when you hear this, it's a wrong answer. When you hear the right answer. And, uh, but unlike Family Feud, it's going to go, we're going to go back and forth. So it's not going to be. So we won't have a I, chance to steal. Correct. Well, you still once you could. put all, once you put all but one answer on the board, we can't just steal and get one right. Correct. It, it's right. gonna it's gonna go back and forth. So whoever it reaches three strikes first, if loses, unless the next question and whoever causes the third strike, if the other team gets it right, the team with the to reach three strikes loses first. Well, me and David <laughs> and are not... team, and you guys are the other team. Yeah, and we've yet to make it off of the first question. <laughs> Yeah, because we we never guess everything that's on the card. Now, don't think about this game as a Star Wars fan. 
Okay. Because it will torture you, the answers that you get. <laughs> okay. So Remember, this was made for everybody to play, not just us. Yes. Okay. And this All is right. and this is a legit game. There's the playing card for it. Okay. Oh, wow. I, okay. have, I have a Marvel version of this as well from our Marvel podcast. Okay, now, does this include Legends, or is this just... Uh, have we had some legend stuff on here? I think once I or twice. It's pretty general. Yeah, it's usually general. Okay, so and I have a lot of times the questions are on the surveys are like general general man on the street stuff. Like they'll ask you a question and the answers will be stuff that just random people on the street would have come up with. Oh, okay. So it's not necessarily like the correct answer, but it's no, what, it's, what, it's, yeah, it's, a, it's what a survey of like a hundred people might think is the right oh, answer. Okay. Yeah, correct. All right. So okay. I have I have three cards to choose from. All right. I will say, Gwendy, pick a number between one and three. Two. Two. Perfect. So the trap. <laughs> he meant for he wanted it's you to pick trap. that card. If you guys are gonna treat me like that, <laughs> we'll do it right. It's a trap. All right. So here's the question. Seven answers on the board. What would be a good occupation for Chewbacca on Earth? And Force followers of the Force podcast goes first. Be a what good, would be a good occupation for Chewbacca on Earth? Do we just like yell something out or do we go in order? It's up to you guys how you do it. <laughs> Um, a Sherpa, like, you know, helping people up Mount Everest. Oh, no, I never would have thought of that. Yeah, uh, like your best friend, your buddy, he carries all your stuff for you. Th- there you go. That's our was, first answer. I was going to say construction. <laughs> construction. <laughs> hey, you got plenty of time because there's seven answers. Oh, okay. 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 Um, so we're going Sherpa? You don't have to. Oh, no, you don't. <laughs> um, it would have worked. It's all good. So Let's go pilot. Yeah. Pilot. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pilot. For my first. Oh, for his first. Okay. No pilot. No pilot. You guys are up next. What's the next one you guys got? (laughs) Oh, because I was going to say pilot. I was going to say co-pilot because that's what he is. Um, I don't know. uh, Mechanic? Oh, there you go. All right. There we go. Answer. Okay. Well, you guys are on the board. So six six more answers left. Is it my turn? No, it's it's on. uh, um, Back to Wookiee Radio. How about a bouncer? (laughs) That would be good. Number really one, number one answer. Wow. Bouncer is the number one answer. Bouncer number one answer. All right. Um, okay, so now it's on us. Yep. Yep. Uh, well, shoot, I'm on there. Because of his height, play some basketball. Basketball oh, okay. player. Y'all are saying basketball Maybe. player. Sure. Yeah. Did you know that 25 percent of all Americans over the age of seven, over the height of seven feet are in the NBA? See, I'm the odds were in her favor, kind of. Yeah. So if, the, so if Chewbacca had been an American, he probably would have been in the NBA. The same. Probably. Did, didn't. Well, Jonas was a uh, yeah, basketball Swedish player. He was a Finnish basketball player. Yeah, Finnish yeah. basketball player. He was on the national team, but not an Olympian. But was on the. I think he was on the World Cup. Uh, different world teams for uh, for Finland. All right. So, um, Ken, back to you. What a hunter. A hunter? hunter. Yeah, why not? Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. It's like, what what would people think Chewbacca is a good job? I don't know. Uh, so, so it's back to us? It is back yep. to you. I, and I will say. I can start with my guys. Sure. Always. I will say two of these answers could be the same thing. Do you think maybe he could be a good bodyguard? Bodyguard? Yeah. I was going to say something like a dog walker or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that too. Uh, I think we'll, we'll go bodyguard for, for this one. 
Yeah. This is the answer. Right. This is nice. the answer that oh okay. Actually looking at this, no, that it's two different things. This was number seven. Bodyguard was number seven? Bodyguard was number seven. Okay. And we already and the first one was um So what y'all have one. got uh, y'all have gotten number one, which is bouncer, number three, which is mechanic, and number seven, bodyguard. Okay. okay so we're into we're into like manual labor kind of stuff for Chewy. Okay, okay. So Ken, <laughs> your chance to keep this game alive. I got two in my head and they're probably both both wrong, but how about a security guard? Number two. Okay. And this is where I thought, well, these could be the same things. Then yeah, I realized, I no, security they're... Security guard and bodyguard, I mean, yeah, yeah, all right. But I'm looking at this like security guard at the parks, at the Disney parks, or okay. bodyguard like Whitney Houston. Personal bodyguard, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, back to... would have so much better with Whitney Houston and Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> That's a vision I can't undo now. Just <laughs> Chewy like carrying her like Kevin Costner does. Oh, that'd be great. Or she's carrying Chewy. Enough coke she probably could have. Um, hey, her her her. Her last two hits were the pipe in the back of the tub. <laughs> too soon, too soon. Just call it like I see it. Uh, there's still two answers left on the board, and each team has, each show has two strikes. So back to Forces of the Podcast. Followers of the Force. Why am I calling you guys Forces of the Podcast? That could be the sub. That could be the, Actually, that could be the, the sub show. Two strikes. We don't have any. No, y'all have two. Y'all have two strikes. Yeah. Okay. So we got one more. I guy. thought they only had one, but okay. No, they got two. All right. Um, uh... What do y'all think? Is he? Is he, would he be like an expert marksman? If he was a soldier, maybe. Yeah, like because I mean he's he's on target with that bowcaster. We saw him mowing down people in isn't, episode seven, and isn't like it a fun? Trainer where he trains John Wick, you know, to trains <laughs> Keanu to yeah. play John Wick. It, yeah. Isn't it funny too? The the podcaster all of a sudden in Force Awakens carries a much heavier punch than it did in any of the original trilogy films. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> Um, he's trying to upgrade it. Yeah, he's, a, yeah, he's, upgraded. <laughs> he's upgraded it. Right. What about like a Bigfoot impersonator? <laughs> Honestly, we never thought <laughs> of that. It wouldn't be that a good job. Yeah. It'd be a good job for him, though. Yeah, but he wouldn't get paid much. No, probably not. It's a, spe- it's a... soldier? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I go. I'll, I'll go soldier. Soldier. Yeah. yeah. Mm, Dang it! Three strikes, Ken. We are out. Shoot. Um. Go bounty hunter. Ooh. Mm. No. Third strike as well. Go one that more. See if we can break this tie. No, there's two more, you said. I, go one more oh. round to break the tie. One more round to see if we can. <laughs> if we can. If we can. There's I still keep going back to something with dogs. So, like a groomer, dog groomer, or a dog. <laughs> dog walker? Dog walker, dog groomer. Yeah, hairdresser. Hairdresser. <laughs> Barber. Hippie. Um, that's not really a job, though. <laughs> but he had blended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going with guys into dog dog walker dog groomer yeah okay yeah ah all right Ken chance to take the win take the win which which we need (laughs) this would be a first no it'll be a second because y'all be we we beat yeah we beat Hollow Chronicles the first time and then they went went the second round and they beat you guys beat us again Um, I say you guys because I've got the questions yeah. How about a chef? We saw him cooking porgs. Oh, oh man. No, I'm I'm gonna chef could be considered a tradesman. What? Number five what? answer. Oh my gosh. Chef is a, a trade. Got it? A trade. Tradesman. Okay. okay. That's a, what was that's the a trade? What was the other one? Number four, which wow, Wookie Radio gets the win. Um <laughs> 
<laughs> number four is performer. Number six, taxi driver. Taxi driver? I wouldn't have driver. Yeah, I'd have never done Taxi Driver. I would have never come no. up with Taxi Driver. Uh, so if you guys want, we could go a second round. Or, or we go. All right, we'll go right into it. And again, followers of the Force will head us off. I don't like losing. <laughs> <laughs> Name something everyone knows about Star Wars. There's eight answers on the board. Lightsabers. Yeah, lightsabers. Yeah, lightsabers. Number five. Darth Vader is Luke's father. That was number five? Jeez. That was number five. What was that, Ken? Darth Vader is Luke's father. Number three. Oh, wow. Uh, spaceships. The, the force, you guys? Spaceships. Oh, yeah. Need a definite answer. I'll go with one the of force. I'll the go force. With... Number two. Yes. Uh, the main theme music, or just the music, either way. Soundtrack, number eight. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll be around this. Eight. Eight. We've got done four. Four? Okay. Um, spaceships. Really? Yeah. They don't know there's spaceships in Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Let's go specific. Millennium Falcon. Okay. What do you guys think? What about Yoda? I mean, he's pretty... Name yeah, we'll do, yes, do, right? do Yoda. Okay. This game came out in 2017, so Baby Yoda does... Not apply in this game. We're gonna do. We're gonna do full grown old man. Yeah. Really? Yep. Mm, Name oh something man. everyone knows about Star Wars. Well, I would have thought spaceships. The Force, Vader's yeah. father, lightsabers, and soundtrack have all been taken. <laughs> this is gonna be a, a, a strike, but Han shot first. Oh, I got one. Jedi. Nope. How about the Jedi? Jedi. Let's Jedi. go with that. Yeah. Number six. Okay. So these are more specific. They're not necessarily more general stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's why spaceships doesn't go. Pressure's okay. on, Ken. <laughs> R2-D2. And followers of the podcast take the win. Yes. To the Sith. So number seven, Death Star. Death oh, Star? Yeah. Really? Technically, that's a spaceship. No, it's a space station. <laughs> it is a spaceship, technically. It's a space station. It's definitely well, not a moon. They call it a space station, but it moves around. Space Stations usually don't move around on their own. Yeah, it's, it's got a hyperdrive. It's no yeah, moon. As we found out in, we're in Rogue One. <laughs> yeah, but the Colossus is a space station, and it's got a hyperdrive, too, so... <laughs> It's oh, no. a space station ship. <laughs> they didn't originally. Originally, they did not know it was a um, a ship. They thought it was just a station. <laughs> yeah, but how would it have Fair. gone from? No, yeah, they say it's a station. Obi Wan says it's a station. It's a space station. Obi Wan had nothing to do with the Colossus. Operational. No, no, no. It, it is. They even You're right. It is, okay. I know yeah. they call it a space station, but <laughs> uh, number four, a long time ago. Oh, I was. Oh, I, I, I thought about that. I would have never. Thought, I would have never thought of that one. And, I wouldn't have thought to say it. No. No. And number one, Darth Vader. Oh! <laughs> of course. Wait, so oh, so Darth Vader being Luke's father and Darth Vader two separate ones. Correct. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh. That one's a little tricky. Yeah. That one's obvious is the problem. I would have thought everyone would have known the whole I love you, I know thing. It's on t-shirts everywhere. True. But, I would have thought Boba Fett as well. Yeah, Boba Fett, as popular too. as he is. There's so many but, different but answers Boba that could have been popular among the, He's popular among the fan base, so not among general audience. So. Uh, see, yeah. I, would, yeah. I would disagree, though. Really? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah I've seen I've seen Boba Fett in like in like a lot of things that are not I mean, Star yeah. Wars like or Star yeah. Wars well, related. I mean, I, the big I, difference I was... is Darth Vader is within the top five of every list of villains ever made. Yeah, <laughs> everybody sorry, puts man. Darth Vader in their list in the, somewhere in the top five, usually how, the top how three. Do you, how do you not? I think he's the ultimate movie villain ever. Yeah. He's usually up there with like Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. So. In terms of iconography, definitely. Yeah, the look, the, the his voice, everything. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm surprised James Earl Jones wasn't on that thing. That might have been. I would have been. I mean, he's like number nine. <laughs> so, so let's go ahead and just start off. Tell us a little bit about followers of the Force or the Forces podcast. Keep wanting to say tonight. <laughs> well, the Forces podcast sucks, but the followers <laughs> of the Force is really good. Um. So the followers of the Force podcast. I'll try to hey, give. Uh, the the short and sweet version of the story. Oh, I got um, time to fill, so you could go longer. <laughs> so originally, it started out as a blog for a college class. Uh, it was called the Followers of the Force blog, and then um, from that, it became the podcast. After I interviewed Ken Napsock for an assignment for the blog, and then um, shoot, started it in early 2017 with my dad. I did that for about a year with him. Uh, after the Last Jedi came out, you know, we everything that happened with that movie and the fandom went away from the podcast. Then in summer of 2018, um, put out a tweet, Hey, looking for co-hosts for the show. And then was lucky enough to get Gwendy and Jason to come on board. And since then been going strong, just talking star Wars every week. Um, trying to, uh, divide the show up, um, with news topics at the top and then go into like a full length discussion about a certain topic. Um, I, I and yeah, I've been, been, been there with putting out the all call tweet going, Hey, looking for, I did yeah. that with one of my other shows. So, um, so Gwendy and Jason, what made you guys decide to answer the call? Jason. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I, I was told there'd be no math questions. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Only in the comments. No, I just I, actually it was it was uh, Steel Saunders from Steel Wars. He uh, forwarded or retweeted David's tweet, and I was like. I had been kind of itching to do a podcast anyway, but nobody would do one with me. Then my friends were like, I don't want to do one with you. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, but I was like, oh, talk Star Wars for a couple hours a week. That sounds cool. So, yeah, I, um, I DM'd uh, David and we talked on the phone for about an hour and I mean, a couple of days. I think, probably, I think even at the end of the phone call, I was like, so do you want to join? I was like, yeah, sure. So, and that's, mm-hmm. that's how I, that's how I uh, ingratiated myself. I had been a lifelong fan. My very first literal memory ever in my life was of Darth Vader, I Am Your Father, that moment. I was two years old in the movie, and it was was just a a really quick memory. And then later on that day, or maybe even that week or that month, I had a nightmare of Darth Vader chasing me. And I remember one of my parents lifting me out of a crib. And, um, And so when I was a little kid, I thought the Star Wars universe was real. I thought there was a Millennium Falcon. I thought there was a Force. So imagine my disappointment when I turned like six or seven and realized that this is all part of Hollywood. And I was just, just devastated. <laughs> you mean there's no lightsabers? There's no, you know, there's no, there's no lightsabers. And so I've been a fan all my life. And I ended up, um, even my career path has been along that path. I became an engineer. I became, I, I wanted to learn how to make a lightsaber is how I joked about it in my college entrance exams 
I just, I wanted to, I just, it was something that always informed me in my life. Uh, storytelling, uh, this, the, the idea of fairy tales, fairy tales in space, Lord of the Rings. Um, and so I actually, I was so excited by the sequel trilogy, so the first the first one, episode seven, that I had made um, a Twitter account that week. And I was just scrolling through my account when I saw Dave's uh, request, and this is all call, whatever. And I was like, okay, I'll just DM him. He's not going to pick me, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> but at least, I, at least I'll say I did it. And then he, he emailed me back and I was like, hey, what's up? And so I had this long two-hour conversation at work <laughs> i took a long break and uh and um i just started talking about my love of of greco-roman mythology monomyths the the you know the different different themes and archetypes inside star wars and why it connects with the human imagination and i i guess i just kind of bring that side of it to our podcast mm-hmm. more of the esoteric existential you know idea of the force and, and why it connects with the human experience well david and i can both tell you the millennium falcon's real <laughs> oh yes <laughs> it is and it is as awesome as you imagine it to be I have, you, have you touched to it, david? it. Uh, yeah how can you not sitting in that pilot seat I'm talking the actual Falcon outside. Have you touched it? Oh, the fun. No, I haven't touched the actual Falcon. Oh, something else. He couldn't admit if he did, he works for Disney. They'll fire him. Yeah, they'll be like, dude, you're black yeah. right now. You can't go there. <laughs> Tell me about it. April? Now, here, here, here's a little secret, Jason. I yeah. also work at Walt Disney World. Another shill. <laughs> oh, no, I don't shill. Look at all the shills. Oh, They're paying us to like it. Oh, no, I don't I don't shill. If, I'm waiting for my paycheck. It's, Ken will tell you, whenever stuff comes up that is a Disney rumor or speculation piece that I may have inside information on, I don't discuss it at all. Uh-huh. Yeah, the show becomes a two-man show at that point. Yeah, <laughs> and I just sit there and go. Uh-huh. Do you still work for? Do you still work for Disney, or do you work for something else now? Oh, I still work for Disney. I'm about to hit 22 uh, years oh, with the okay. company. Now, when they start discussing oh, it, and you know the real information, do you just sort of sit back and laugh to yourself at how wrong they are? Um. Well, we we've actually tuned out. Uh, we we kind of know which sites are oh, okay. full speculation sites like i i'm not afraid to say it uh well wdw news today are are jokes mm-hmm. um whoever is feeding them supposed inside information i don't wish anyone losing their job but i hope those cast members lose their job especially <laughs> with the non-disclosed that we have right we, i mean i knew for a year before it was officially announced that epcot was getting the guardians of the galaxy roller coaster and I couldn't say a word. I think I told I, I think I told everyone all my hosts, I'm like, look, I'm gonna tell you guys in, in confidence, but I will not mention this on air. Yeah. But here's what's coming, and I can't say more than that. Uh, my one of my friends, um uh, her father used to work for Carrier and they did the air conditioning or maybe they probably still do they used to do the air conditioning for all of the uh for Universal and for Disney. Okay. And so and so because they would you know, because clearly in Florida you have to put an air conditioner in these rides. Um, they would get to see the plans and get to know what was going on, you know, yeah. so the carrier could figure out how to, you know, to cool the thing down. And he used to know all sorts of stuff. And like and my friend would just bug him and bug him and bug him about rides and stuff. If she knew he went and he's like, I can't tell you. I'm like, you're my daughter and I can't tell you what rides are coming, but it's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. So I, I've done that with my family. Um, yeah. I think the biggest thing we were still. See, Rogue One came out what, 2017? 16. 16. Yeah. So we were we were still a young show ourselves, right, Ken? 
Yeah. Uh, 2016. Yeah, we were yeah. real or real. I don't know if we had started yet. Yes, we had. It was summer of 16. We started, but we were still bi-weekly at the time or bi-monthly. Rob, possibly. I was gonna say bi-weekly. Damn. It, it, it's uh, so, it's <laughs> so long. I'm trying to remember. That's like um, Geek Watch One. I I just realized on Saturday, Mike, we hit our fifth anniversary <laughs> this Saturday coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we. Uh, I of course you know, I hit 22 years with Walt Disney World February 2nd, but I teased these guys and I teased the guys over on my Marvel show. It's like I got insider information that I can't <laughs> tell you until this date, and it's Star Wars related. And they're like, "Oh, what?" They kept trying to get it out of me. That inside information was I knew two months before it was announced on the Disney Parks blog that we were turning Spaceship Earth into the Death Star. For Rogue One. Oh, cool. That was a secret that I can't believe I actually kept, and it was so worth keeping. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. It was, and then to be there to see it live, I mean, I literally stayed after work to go down and watch it. It That's was cool. incredible. Yeah. And then to see, of course, with all the trailers, you, you, you never saw the Death Troopers at all in any of the trailers originally. Mm-hmm. And then to see these black, I'm like, whoa, what are these guys? <laughs> They're taller than more, most troopers, too. Mm-hmm. This is cool. <laughs> um, they're intimidating. This is awesome. Um, so, yeah, it, it was it was intriguing. So I, I was going to ask, because of the pre-show talk we had, David, do you find yeah. it hard to talk about some stuff that you know we get uh, through the through the hub, through the cast portal, oh, or the hub. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I want to talk about this, but it hasn't right. officially been announced yet, so I can't. Right. Well, you know, from that stuff, at least from what I've seen, because I honestly don't, I try to look at it every day to see what's going on, what new events we have. But to be honest, um, nothing that I've seen has been anything that's like that would really cause too much of an issue as far as stuff going on in the parks. Um, you know, I work for PhotoPass. We really, we had like a town hall thing a, a few weeks ago that had some confidential information that we're not supposed to talk about yet. And I'm obviously not going to talk about it, but you, you sit we'll there and after sure. like, yeah, there you go. We'll <laughs> talk after show. Um, but you sit there and you're like, dude, I really don't know why this has to be confidential. It's like half of the stuff is concept and it's just, uh, you know, whatever, whatever the case may be. To me and to us, it's like, not a big deal, but everyone who's like into that will be like, oh my God, this is so cool. We have to make sure to go to this spot. We got to do it. Um, like I know when we were building uh, Tron that's going to open up at Magic, um, we had the whole cast event where we could go and sign the beams for, for that ride. Lucky you. Um, yeah. Hey, I tried to I tried to go over to Galaxy's Ed, over to Studios. I went yeah. final hour, final day for the beam signing there. You work here at Studios? Uh, we're global. Because with entertainment, we're global. Right, right. Well, have you done any shifts over here recently? No. Sorry, it's for studio techs only. It's, I'm looking okay, around. I'm like, making me jealous. <laughs> well, I, I'm looking around. I'm Welcome going, to our world. There's only, there's only three yeah. people here to sign, yeah. and it's an hour left. Yeah. Why can't I? It's for oh, like, all right. Like, geez. But if you if you have the ability to pick up at any park, you should be able to sign anywhere you want. I get to work with rockets. Does that help? That does help. My, my daughter will love you. She wants to be a mission control specialist. <laughs> That's what. Oh wow. That's I I I do that. <laughs> Yeah, I work with rockets in a in a controls uh, situation. So she she I suppose would. 
you know what? I feel like I actually, and it's funny because where I work, it looks like the deck of a Star Destroyer. It's set up that way <laughs> with so cool. screens and everything. And I love it. I love walking in there. It's all like black and white, you know, colors of gray. And like a potted plant will look really bizarre, you know, where I work. And I mm. love it because I, I actually sometimes even imagine like this is, you know, hey, David, this is you my get, fantasy. You need to get her an Imperial officer's hat. I do. <laughs> I do. Once we're not blacked out. <laughs> yeah, whenever that's going to be. I have no idea. I think when the I have absolutely no secrets at my job. I can tell you anything you want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, my day job, I don't have any secrets usually either. So <laughs> now my you... hobby job, I do have secrets I have to keep. <laughs> Wait, which hobby job is that? The wrestling or the stuff? The stomach? movies. Uh, movies. Well, you break kayfabe on you break kayfabe on wrestling anyway. So uh, wrestling doesn't count. <laughs> wrestling is just for fun. I've not, I've only done one or one match in like the last four years. So I was going to do a hobby. I was going to start um, working with a D and D group and join D and D for the first time. I always oh, nice! That was That's really cool. fun. I mean, has anybody ever done D and D in this group? It's yeah, I have been forever. Uh, our co-host who Derek, couldn't I be with us, Derek does a he, he hosts a sh- he he hosts every other Thursday or one at least one Thursday a month. As like yeah, a I got another... master. Yeah, yeah. I have a friend who actually... yeah. I'm brand new at it and there's this place real close because Denver's so I'm really lucky because it's full of tech people. Denver's a very tech heavy city and there's a lot of like D&D enthusiasts and comic book stores and there's this one that's like a Starbucks but for D&D enthusiasts. So it's like this fancy coffee shop but in the middle of all of that is just game tables and people meet and they have games and different types of games 40k, Warhammer. Uh, yeah. You, you, you pick it and so so I was going to join uh, actually this coming week for the first time ever. <laughs> oh, very cool. Oh, it's a blast. Should I be yep. a sorcerer? It depends on you and what you what you like and uh, your personality like and magic. stuff. If I'm going to do anything, I want to work with magic. That's why I like the force. So, yeah. Uh, you can do a cleric as well. Yeah, but I don't like the idea of, isn't a cleric the same thing as a paladin? No. No. No, a paladin like is actually kind of a hybrid. Person. A paladin would be kind of a hybrid between a cleric and a warrior. A cleric is more okay. usually like a warrior priest type of healer. Yeah. A magical okay. doctor, basically. Now, do you know the character Raceland Majir, the from the Forbidden Realms, the, no. the D&D like, starter game? Well, yeah. he's a wizard. And I was thinking of being a wizard, but they have to do all these potions and throw stuff out and like like, like pixie dust and crap. And so I was thinking maybe sorcerer because that's something a little more higher level. I don't know. In game, well, hope, you'll probably have a decent, if you talk to your DM and tell them what you want, they can guide you into what yeah. is best for you. Because I'm a newbie. I yeah. just always wanted to do it. I know the only In game, why- it's a totally different thing than what you're, I think, what you're thinking on it. Because it's not that difficult on a lot of it. Okay. See, when I was okay. when I played and I did a magician, I always dual class. I was magician fighter, so I one do spells oh. and carry a sword. Okay. Well, lower levels, you know, everybody has to have their own weapons also anyway, because low level lower level uh, magic users don't have a whole lot of spells, and most of their spells are not extremely uh, powerful. Right. Okay. So you got to be able to defend yourself I'm anyway. Super excited. Oh yeah, we'll have a I'm blast. Join. I won't know anybody. I'm just gonna literally walk in and be like, "Hi, I'm Wendy. Uh, make me a cool." force user or i won't say force they'll <laughs> 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 get it here it's actually one of my favorite role-playing games of all time oh uh, so. yeah yeah. This is a West End Games Star Wars role-playing game. This is the one from, like, the 80s and 90s. Yeah. Okay. It is totally different than any other role-playing game you guys have ever seen because Dungeons & Dragons uses all the different color dice, tw- D20s all the way down, right? This right, right. is only six-sided dice. 
And the better you are at a skill, the more dice you get to roll. So you just have a target number you have to hit. So if you get, okay. if you're really good at like swinging your lightsaber, you may get um, three six-sided dice to roll instead of one. Mm. It's a totally different type of system, but it was a blast to play back in the day. See, I'm getting into it. I don't care. See, I spent my whole life not doing it, and now I feel like you know, hell. I mean, I'm 43. I want to do it. I'm sick and tired of people saying, "Oh, you, no, nobody your age or whatever does that kind oh. of stuff." I'm like, screw it. I'm totally gonna do it. I'm Marshall. Most of the players are adults. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't care. I'm just gonna do it. <laughs> so. So, have you guys had a chance to see Clone Wars trailer? Yes. Yes. What, Multiple times. Amazing. What, what is y'all's opinion so far? I'll let I'll let you guys go. Whoever wants to take it first. I I I, and I, th- I say this in a, in a really good way. It seemed very Ahsoka centric. Yes. Like this last arc is going to be a lot about Ahsoka, which is cool. Um, and I never, it made me sort of think it's like, oh, well, what if the Clone Wars story is really the story of Ahsoka Tano, which I also think is cool. But it just seemed like there was a lot. She was in that trailer a lot more than I seem to remember her being in prior years, although it's been so long since we've That's had the impression I new well. Clone Wars episodes. Um, even the trailer, that, no, yeah, no, the trailer, I guess that was, a, I guess it was a trailer. What was that the, the last thing that came out when they did the, when they did the uh, reveal at Comic-Con? Not, mm-hmm. God, it seems like two years ago. Was it, I don't yeah, think it was last summer. It was the summer before that, right? 2018. Well, yeah. Uh, so, last year they did a reveal at Celebration Chicago. Yeah, and then the Comic Con reveal before that, though. Yeah, yeah, the Comic Con one. That's the one I'm talking about, where it's where Anakin and um and Obi Wan are in it, and then they they're surprised that Ahsoka's in the in the hologram that they're talking to. Right. Um. But I dug it, and I I was really interested in the um. And I know everybody's been talking. I've seen it a lot on Twitter. The um. There's a shot of a hologram of Padme and Anakin kind of touching hands, and she's clearly a little pregnant um and it so i'm wondering so and that which makes me think they're probably going to some of the events are going to take place during revenge of the sith they're going to connect the stories it, for sure. well, yeah but I, I don't think they're gonna i don't think they're gonna retcon it because I, I think no, one of the big no knows that you can't ret, you can't retcon a movie yeah. So, um, well, the actually the Clone Wars the movie or the Revenge of the Sith movie is taking place during this trailer because yeah. we see the opposite side of the uh, Jedi Council meeting that Obi Wan is uh, hologramming in on, except for he's on the bridge and the rest of the Council's hologramming in, where they talk about um, Mace Windu senses a plot to destroy the Jedi. That's all uh-huh. lines directly out of Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I remember that part. I, that, that was another part that really that struck me too. Like that's a straight and Yoda saying we have to be very careful about how we proceed, yeah. like that. Yeah. So yeah, this takes place during the Revenge of the Sith. I yeah. think this is their last uh, chance to connect the storylines, and I think that's what they're going to use it to do that. What were you going to say, Mike? I was going to say, I don't think this takes place right during Revenge of the Sith, though. Part of it does. Was that Mike? Sorry, I talked over no, you. No, no. Uh, I, I didn't say a word. I just said I don't think it, it did. It, it, Why not? Because everything that I've been led to believe from what I've read about Clone Wars is this takes us up to the events of Revenge of the Sith, and that we're not going to go in, cross into the actual movie at all. You, you don't think they're going to yeah. But that was, I don't think Filoni would still do that. Yeah, but that was before they decided they were going to finish it before season seven. Remember, that was back when they were writing Clone Wars originally. This now that he's decided they've decided they're going to end it. Why not bring it right up to it? Because, like I said, that scene we saw there with the Jedi Council, that's part that is yeah. part of Revenge of the Sith. Okay, yeah, so, that, see, so that's going to so you're saying we see that, Mace Windu say it. And in this trailer, it's just the hologram of him saying it. Exactly. Yeah, like but, I said, this is the opposite side of that phone call. Yeah, it, Obi-Wan, was, Obi-Wan was Skyping in. No, Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan was with Mace. In that room. Okay, uh, hang on. I'll bring it. I'll look it up on. But the thing. Right. That, but the thing that gets me though, you know, going back to the whole um, 
Padme Anakin is Padme or the impression I got from Revenge of the Sith is when they come back from rescuing the, the chancellor, chancellor, he doesn't leave again. Right. Anakin doesn't until Padme tells him that she's pregnant. He doesn't know. Right. So that scene has to clearly take place after she's told him. Right. Again, I don't think they're going to retcon the movie. That's why I agree with but, Jason. But with the original Clone Wars micro series that is not canon, Anakin finds out then, which is like, okay, we've seen this. It's supposed to tie up Revenge of Sith. Why are we being exposed again? Oh, for those people who did not know there was a micro series beforehand. So oh, he found out in the micro series? Yes. In the original micro series. Oh, the one that uh, was a. Oh, no, I remember watching it. And what, yeah, season one was. It, it was crazy. Season one was 12 <laughs> three minute episodes, season two was four five 12 minute episodes because i remember the last shot of that is uh is like the opening shot of of revenge of the sith pretty much with all of yeah with with the attack on course and, and, and you find yeah. out how grievous got the got the chancellor right. got the chancellor and got the voice that he had yeah because uh saying like mace cold. crushes his, i right. got I, you know i saw it when it was on i don't think i've watched it since um because mace so crushes his canon is it just as canon as it's no legends. it's not it's, it's yeah, considered yeah, legends it's, Wow. considered legends yeah because okay. they didn't really go back to a lot to it. there's a really cool fight between Asajj Ventress and Anakin that takes place oh, I think gorgeous. on Yavin yeah but, I think so but it's not canon anymore and then we also had that great character Dirge <laughs> I love Dirge <laughs> did you like Dirge doesn't he like turn into putty or something I don't I don't again I haven't seen it since it is it even on? It's not on Disney Plus, is it? No, it's not. Mm-hmm. Okay. Basically, so. anything on Disney Plus at the moment is stuff that's canon. Okay. Yeah. So we can't find droids and Ewoks. I haven't looked for those, but I'm pretty sure no, they're not on there yet. They're not there yet either. You'll just get uh, the. I think the most you'll get is the Lego Star Wars stuff, uh, yeah. the animated series, and the movies. But one thing I was remembering was remember that timeline that came out um, that went all the way up to the Rise of Skywalker and it shows, um, you know, resistance taking place between episode seven, eight, and then either ending or ending right at the beginning of episode nine or ending during episode nine. They have those little uh, markers that kind of stop during, you know, the time periods that are going on right. with Clone Wars. You know, it starts at um, with Attack of the Clones and it goes through up until Revenge of the Sith. The only reason I think that it could be taking place at the same time um, is because you have Order 66. And I think with stuff that's been coming out with Jedi Fallen Order, you introduce Cal Kestis. We have those interludes of him as a Padawan training. You see Order 66 play out um, through his eyes with what happened to him and his master. Um, You're introducing um, Caleb Doom now in an actual series yeah, I, I, I was going to bring that up that he was he's in a shot in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. so I think I think the reason that and and this is really the only reason why I think they they will be happening concurrently is you'll get more Order sixty six stuff. But I think from the perspective of um, Ahsoka at this point, you know, when she's on that ship and they're going through light speed, she kind of takes a moment, holds her head. I think that's when it's happening. Um, it, at least that's what it looks like. And I think the stuff. Um, with Maul maybe happening during those moments, the stuff with, uh, or maybe not, because apparently the beginning of Sith, when Anakin and Obi-Wan go to 
save the chancellor. That's the last meeting that Ahsoka and him have. Um, and that's when he hands her the, the lightsabers or something along those lines. But I remember them you, talking about a celebration. Do you think we see the night of a thousand tears? I think so. And I don't and, see why they would. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, th- I think, and everything that Sam Witwer has talked about before um, with Siege of Mandalore and him being very excited about it, I think that they will do a lot of that. And I don't I don't see why they wouldn't. You know, you want season seven to really hit hard. Um, well, and this will tie in with, and this will connect with Mandalorian. Right, right. And yeah, that was my next question. Uh, is how much do you guys think it's good with the Siege of Mandalore that's going to set up a lot of stuff in um I think it has Mandalorian. to do. Yeah. That's the whole point of this. I I think if we if we see Gideon at any point during that sequence or during mm-hmm. that small story arc, it's a definite tie-in to yeah, right. To the Mandalorian. Actually, I don't. I don't think we're going to see Gideon because he wouldn't. Well, you may see him, but you're not. We're not going to see him get the dark saber. No, 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 no. We're no, going no, no, no. to see him involved in the siege of Mandalore. Quite possibly. Yeah. Would uh, he be a governor by then, though? I doubt it. I think he's still. Geez, be that, that'll be like what twenty. Well, that's also yeah. That's like twenty five years, years. I think, like before, before or maybe no Mandalorian. Yeah, twenty five thirty years before Mandalorian. He may only be like an admiral or something because, like, uh, when we first see Tarkin, he's just a admiral mm-hmm. yeah but yeah. uh but uh gideon's a lot younger than Tarkin, so he would probably be in his 20s wouldn't he 20s maybe 30 possibly i don't even think he, i don't think he'd be i mean he might be like a captain or something yeah i think he would be would I... one or two steps below admiral yeah yeah i do think though with this trailer this trailer probably is all scenes from the first from maybe the first story arc of this this is we're not seeing stuff mm-hmm. from farther very much farther into this right because they all that Filoni for years has done this he'll give you all the shots from the first two episodes and then you'd have no, no idea what's going on for the rest mm-hmm. <laughs> they did the same thing with the mandalorian how much did they how much stuff did they not show in the trailers for mandalorian a lot right imagine what we're going to get that they're not showing us right yeah and i i already know that the big theme of this season is probably going to be confronting loss again but from um different perspectives uh in the movie we got a very quick reaction to everything that happened um it was kind of like okay it happened we gotta move on there's really no you really can't mourn it um because you know you're limited to you know two and a half hours of storytelling but now with 12 episodes assuming it's 30 minutes and maybe we'll get like that hour two hour finale um there's gonna be a lot of you know the clones and, and you know like the line in the trailer you know we have mixed feelings about this war without it we wouldn't exist yeah i, I thought and, that line was probably the most interesting one of the most interesting ones in the trailer because yeah. you never uh, you never really i know there's a lot of episodes of clone wars that are done from the the clone sort of point of view but not necessarily what they think about all of this mm-hmm. you know did, have they said i mean i know about rex and those other two guys that show up in rebels but did they ever say what happened to all those clones yeah. they just slowly get phased into stormtroopers or what do you guys think question. with the accelerated think... they may not last much longer after the clone wars yeah but I... rex and those other and wolf and God, who's the yeah. other guy they're still alive i'd like to see that question answered you know in this series in this last season yeah I think they're just phased out because they just slowly just phased went from clone troopers to stormtroopers. I'd like to yeah. see a more dramatic, um, something more um, Sith-like that happens mm-hmm. to them, like yeah. they're used and then gone and then then and then destroyed. Well, just just a, just a, just some more of them just being like sentient people as opposed to just like 
Right. Kind of like mm-hmm. life size well, action the figures. I, of them. I think those who still have the, the chip mm-hmm. are still going to be serving the Empire. Because we know most of the 501st do, because that's Vader's troops. Yeah, it's Vader's regiment. Yeah. Um, we know probably a good chunk of the, the Senate troopers, the ones in the red, mm-hmm. are probably mm-hmm. still there because that is besides the Imperial Royal Guard, it's almost the Emperor's personal troopers as well. Right. Um, some of the others, I don't know. I think the I, I, I'm not sure, but obviously not all of the clones got the chips removed once that was uncovered yeah. in season six. Well, you could it could be that um uh, the clone troopers basically just get the upgraded armor to stormtroopers when the empire takes over. But um that's a, and since the clone troopers are the ones that start as stormtroopers to begin with, that's where you get the reputation for the stormtroopers being precise with their weapons and things like this. And how Obi Wan has only dealt with the clone versions of the stormtroopers, not the recruited versions of stormtroopers. Right. Well, so after Clone Wars, they have to actually swell the ranks even more, so they start recruiting people instead of cloning them. And you start diluting that um, skill set right. so yeah. that by the time we get to episode four, when stormtroopers can't hit the broadside of a barn, but that's because most of the clone troopers are already gone. If I remember right in Rebels, too, they mentioned how um, clones were shortly after the beginning of the Empire, they were phased out. Oh, okay. I want to say that was what season. So how were they three? phased out? I want to see that. I just, yeah, yeah. I don't think we're going to get that because I think the phasing out happens after after the events of Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. How long after? I don't know, but it would be a great it'd be a great story to tell. Oh yeah, yeah. Because you have just all of these people now that have to you know right that are just like turned that didn't exist what four years or prior. I mean, and there's happens like what what is this the number was a hundred thousand. Clones they created. It's they say in Attack of the Clones how many they created. Right. Oh yeah. Just in the beginning. Let's not forget how many were still being. Yeah. Let's not forget how many were still being created after. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. remember, all throughout the Clone Wars series so far, they went a couple times back to, and they were getting new troops from Camino. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that. So we'll just be conservative and say it's two hundred thousand. But that's two hundred thousand people that four years ago didn't exist. Now these are full grown. You know, men that are yeah. Well, dying. but you got to think in a galaxy of of feasibly over a thousand inhabitable worlds right. that actually they get spread out pretty good, and you would really most people wouldn't even notice they were there. That's true. I still like to think that something sinister happened to them because they are. I mean, it's such a That's weird thing. Because like it's such a weird, it's such a weird thing that like they're almost like you know they're not you know stormtroopers are villains in the original trilogy, but they're not really in the prequels, and they're not in Clone yeah. Wars, surely, but. So and they don't have that dramatic fall like like Anakin does. They just yeah, they're just doing it. They're just hired to do a job. I like to see well, kind of Shakespearean into... tragedy with it when it comes to them, like where you feel something for them that they were used yeah. and abused. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why I, I like that. That's why I like that line from the trailer where he's like, you know, we don't know how to feel about this war, you know, because without it, we don't exist. Exactly. You know, that's mm-hmm. them coming into. Taking their um, the psychological damage. Yeah, uh, not the direction I want to go though. But that that does work. <laughs> uh, it, it takes their free thinking even that that much further. Right. Yeah. Their self awareness. Well, yeah. That's yeah. That's kind of that's kind of what I was trying to get at. Is like you know we think the, you know they're becoming more self aware. They're becoming you know they're they're sort of realizing their place in all of this. 
to right. paraphrase a line. That, that <laughs> could be the problem, though. That may be why they get phased out so rapidly after they switch to stormtroopers. If the Emperor and the Imperials realize that, wait, some of these um, troopers have gone against the programming and cut that chip out, what's the chances of the rest of those troops may do that, too, so they just wipe out the entire Legion? That could be. That could be. That, that's that's that, that's that way, they, you don't have no open, rebe- no re- open rebellion because you wipe out the possibility. Right. And we don't really see yep. a lot. Of, I mean, the clones, uh, the three clones from Rebels are the only ones that we, we come across, I think, post Revenge right. of the Sith. That were even in, as far as we know, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, I, mean, it's, I mean, I know they didn't technically exist during the original trilogy, but, you know, they could have made room in Rebels for them and they didn't. Well, I want to say Rex mentions uh, when he goes to put on the actual Stormtrooper armor that he didn't like wearing it. That's why I guess he kept his own original. Mm-hmm. So maybe Rex was a Stormtrooper for a little bit? I think so. Until, mm-hmm. But I think maybe the only thing that changed was the, uh, the helmet, mm-hmm. maybe. Or they yeah. were just absorbed in and kept what they had. Right. If you look at the super armor from um, Revenge of the Sith, it's not that different from Stormtroopers other than the helmet. Yeah, it's still the phase, yeah. the phase two armors is really close. Now, y'all mentioned on your last episode, which congrats on episode 90. Thank you. Um, y'all were talking about the new film series coming out, and I think we talked about it last week as well, mm-hmm. uh, being set 400 years before the events of Phantom Menace. Uh, Correct. What are just for those listeners of ours who who may not have listened to your episode? Mm-hmm. What are y'all's theories behind at least the first film in this series? Oh. Do you mean like theory what behind what why they said it or or, or, or no, what, what we, you want to see not see? Yeah, what's the what is this movie about? I, oh. I know I know you guys have mentioned you don't want to see Yoda in this at all. I think we well, mentioned well, we kind of we mentioned like maybe a cameo. Yeah, I don't want to see him as a. I don't want to. I don't want the new trilogy to be Yoda's trilogy. I guess is probably. I mean, I, if he's a side character and we see him a couple of times, that's fine. But I, I, I would like to see him. I would like to see him sort of, sort of off to the the side or something like that, and just really focus on new characters. Less- I know that I mentioned the Force and how it became split between followers of the light and the dark, and the schism which developed. And how both sides have positive and negatives to how they schismed, and that how that paradigm was created that later led to the destruction of the Republic and the creation of a new order, which led to uh, all the events of the sequel trilogy. So, I'd like to see some kind of common theme of connection with the Force and and how the and uh, how the humanic the humanist viewpoint of the Force became separated into this idea. That right. it wasn't one force; it was two forces, a light and a dark, and they were both in complete opposite to each other. When in reality, they should have been working together. Okay. Yeah. I, I also, I think I said I wanted to, um, I wanted there to be a villain that wasn't necessary that was wasn't necessarily a stand-in for the Empire or the First Order or something, but just like um, some some other sort of some other sort of threat that was you know that it wasn't necessarily again like a third version of the of the the empire or yeah. something they mm. did kylo ren so well and they did the redemption of you know anakin so well so i'd like to see maybe even a non-redeemable character maybe even a non-redeemable character on the light side wouldn't that be interesting an yeah. irredeemable character that you know could, that is so on the light that he's unable to see both sides of the human right. existence well i remember y'all mentioning i think i remember Yep, correct me if I'm wrong. Y'all were talking about the old republic. 
be it Knights of the Old Republic or the Old Republic yeah. game, which we know right yeah. now is Star Wars The Old Republic is like the only current game that's still active that is not canon. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas Battlefront, Battlefront 2, Fallen Order is all canon. Mm-hmm. Um, so timeline wise, Knights of the Old Republic takes place 3,900 years before the events of the movies. So almost 4,000 years. Whereas Knights or Star Wars The Old Republic takes place 3,600 years before the events. So we know during these two time periods, there if, if they were to pull from any of this plot, you got the Great Sith War. Yes. Um, they could move the events of The Old Republic up to more of this time period. So maybe we get the Second Sith War or we get the Great, um, Great Galactic War. The first galactic war that happened? Oh, yeah. I'd love yeah. to see another... any of the schisms. Yeah. yeah, well, there's another option right now, because as of the timeline generally out there right now, if I remember right, Darth Bane was about right around this time, between four and 500 years before yep. um, the movies, and Bane is the one that came up with the rule of two for the Sith. So we may, at the, during these movies, have more than just two Sith out there. The Sith may actually still be a race at this point. And we know Bane's canon because he's in um, the, the last episode. Well, the, the first initial last episode of Clone Wars. Yeah. yeah. Mark Hamill does the voice. It's part, it's part of the yeah. uh, the Yoda arc. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah and season you know, six. Word, Darth Plagueis. Imagine if it went into the whole idea of life and death and coming back from that. Maybe Darth Plagueis had a longer life than just your typical human life. Wouldn't it be interesting to finally see this character? Well, we know there's characters in Star Wars that can live to be, you know, a couple thousand years old. So that's not out of the realm of possibility. But I'd love to see him actually, you know, realized. Yeah. One thing that I know we talked about in the show, um, talking about this topic, you know, they introduced the whole um, thing about the dyad in The Rise of Skywalker. Mm -hmm. I think, and we've seen it with all the series, each series really builds the movies. Clone Wars elevated the prequels. Rebels elevated um, really episode four, Rogue One. Um, Resistance is elevating episode seven and eight. And, you know, the series finale is next week or this weekend. This weekend. Um, I'm so far behind. Yeah. So um, I think it would be really, really cool if the new series of movies, while not being while not having to really um, connect with the sequel trilogy, the original trilogy or the prequels, I think if they have one thing that could really connect them broadly, you really dive into this whole idea of the dyad and where it came from, what the whole idea behind it was. And I know I made the comparison of Lord of the Rings with Gandalf. And I'm like, okay, this character, he um, falls at the end of the first movie and then he comes back as Gandalf the White. And it's to lead this group of people to their goal and then once his thing is over, he's done. Um, And I always wondered if the whole, the Sith are obsessed with bringing back the dead. They want to keep people around for their own selfish reasons. So are the Jedi. Right. When it comes to Force Ghosts. Right, right. So I would really love it if if there actually was a power of resurrection, not for the light, not for the dark, but it was there. And neither one either wanted to touch it after a certain point. But that the only people that were able to do it 
were those that were a part Got of a it. diet. And then if you introduce that, then let's say 5, 10, 15, however long. If you wanted to revisit the story of um, Ben Solo, where is he? We didn't see him at the end of The, of the Rise of Skywalker as a Force Ghost. Um, is he stuck in the world it's between so, worlds? It's so ended, right? Yeah. There's, there's a way is, to connect. Is he stuck in some sort of limbo or world between worlds that according to the visual dictionary is where exegol is in this sort of place um it would be really cool if that's like at at one at a moment um ray figures out look there's a way to bring him back and then that's like either a new series or a new movie down the line and Palpatine. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. Why do you think Palpatine even said, you know, something like life itself? Why did he equate a dyad with life? You know, that is mm-hmm. an interesting concept. I mean, there's so many things they did to play it safe in Episode Nine that would work for later series. Yeah, because they say the Skywalker saga's ended, but Ray Skywalker and Ben. And Solo then they was... walked it back a little bit. So. Yeah, and then Ben Solo is literally living within Ray at this point. Let, um, let, let, let me pose this thought out to you then. Yeah. Um, talking 400 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I mentioned the second Sith War. Right. Uh, we have Bane and then the whole creation of there shall always be two with the Sith minimum. Um, if there's a master, there's an apprentice. Mm-hmm. What about uh, with this? This is where because of what happens at the end of the second Sith War, the, the dyad is created mm-hmm. and they're not true Sith but they're followers of the dark. And then have you guys read? No, more along the lines of like the, uh, the inquisitors. Oh, okay. Um, and then have you guys listened to the Dooku audiobook? Yeah, I did. Remember, have y'all gotten far enough where they talk about the Sith artifacts in the, in the hidden area of the library? Yeah. Then you, they start looking for starting the Jedi are then off maybe two, you know, third or, or fourth movie in this. They're starting to collect the artifacts for the temple mm-hmm. as well during this time. They're laying they never... a lot of groundwork for a very large future in the Star Wars universe if they want to go there. And I, and I think the future for Star Wars needs to be in the past. Yes. For now. I would agree. Yeah, I would think it's certainly for at least for the next I don't know, ten years, five years, something like Because if because we, we're gonna go because if we're gonna go back and do episode nine, eleven, I'm sorry, ten, eleven, and twelve, we need to have some time pass. I don't think you don't think you take yeah. a couple years off and to do episode ten. I um I, I believe there should not be any more episodic films. If you bring and what back do you mean the, by that? You mean like no trilogies? Do you mean just like single films that don't go on to another sequel? I mean just one well, shots like Rogue One and Solo. Well, no. If you're going to do a trilogy with Rafe and Poe, cool. Yeah. But it's not part of the original saga. I don't think there's enough interest between Rafe and Poe. Actually, whenever they did all the uh, yeah, whenever it, they do all the uh, the Disney did all these polls and everything, like 90 percent, they just wanted to see the Skywalkers. They wanted to see Ray with the Skywalkers, but not the whole pin the Poe Finn Ray dynamic. It, it wouldn't make monetary sense for them. Well, I think the actors themselves have said they really don't want to continue on either. <laughs> Yeah, I know Boyega has pretty much said. Yeah, Mark Hamill didn't want to continue on either in about '83, so it doesn't really. Yeah, Yeah. and Adam Driver is, you know, he's Adam Driver now. (laughs) Yeah, right. I don't know if they they have to offer a heck of a lot of money to bring him back. I have an interesting question to pose to you guys. I've posed it to Mike and Derek. I posed it over on Geek Watch One, my other podcast, to them. 
if we're looking at this next set of movies, now so far, Star Wars movies, everything we've seen for Star Wars is based in the Skywalker saga characters, okay? We know it's Star Wars because it has Skywalkers in it, it has Palpatines in it, it it is recognizable. If you go 400 years in the past, other than Yoda and Maz Kanata, there's really no characters that we're going to know. So Mm -hmm. what makes it Star Wars? What does it have to have no matter what to make it Star Wars? Lightsabers. I'm with you. Jedi. I'm 100% with you. Spaceships. Skywalkers were what made Skywalkers star wars i love the skywalkers reference of skywalkers in some way shape or form every time you did you elevated the movie rogue one yeah you didn't hear people screaming in the theater until you saw one of the skywalkers whether it be darth vader or leia it was the skywalkers that excite people that entire dysfunctional crazy you know dramatic family there's something special there's a genesis plot about that family mm-hmm. that they need to they need to keep that going but you know well so going in- we, we have no mention of Skywalkers at all in Mandalorian, and it's, mm-hmm. and the people are raving over that series. Mm-hmm. What's well, it's going in a totally different direction. It's focusing more on, you know, the, the bounty hunters and that side of the Star Wars universe right now. Granted, there is Baby Yoda, but he's a baby, and it hasn't gone there yeah. yet. Maybe mm-hmm. they're building up towards a galaxy without the Skywalkers, but honestly, I, I just don't see Star Wars, re- you know, getting the magic back unless they have a way to at least reference the Skywalkers. I think just what, the magic family. Right. I think what Star Wars needs going forward that keeps it fresh or not fresh but just keeps it in everybody's mind i think any show movie you know even book you need to have icons in it that really remind you that not be you over the head with it like i don't need to see like oh this is what you know the the very early iteration of a of a yt model freighter looked like you know a thousand years ago not that but just key concepts that remind me okay i'm still watching stars the force exists um, we have the Jedi and the Sith, if that's the period we're playing in. Um, and cons- with the Mandalorian, I think the reason people really don't care either way if we see Luke or Leia or anyone that we know um, is around during that time is because the story really doesn't concern them at this point. Because um, I feel like if you just saw Luke, I don't know, in, in a in a planet people where... People are holding breath for that moment when it does concern them. Yeah, that's yeah. And I think if, if, the, if that's some point the story calls for it great but i'm really not expecting to see um i won't be let down if i don't see anybody i'd honestly expect to see characters from the video games show up in this show more than the movies a character like Iden versio a character like uh shoot um even ahsoka could show up at this point sabine who's the is it shriv the guy that the blue guy with the red eyes yeah shriv, shriv. Um, and at this point they're Iden Versio and Del Mico, their resistance or their rebellion um, aligned, so they've already defected. Uh, for so me, they, I don't know. For, for me, this Mandalorian works because they use the theme of father and son. Star Wars is always used the father and son dynamic. Marvel is all about the, the father and daughter dynamic, but the father and son has always been at the heart of every Star Wars movie. Whether it was Anakin with the Force and with Palpatine as his father, or whether it was Luke and Darth Vader, or whether it was Han and Ben, there was always a father-son element. And the way they're portraying the Mandalorian, and he even they even have an official like sign now for their family, their clan. He's the father of Baby Yoda, and they're keeping right. the father-son dynamic, which reminds the audience that yes, this is the Star Wars universe. Okay, could they do that then? If they're touching it, 
if with this new film, this is 400 mm. years before, say that it is during the Great Sith War or a mm-hmm. second Sith War, could they still play on the father-son aspect? I think they have if, to. If the fo- I think they have to. If the focus is Master Apprentice on the Sith side, and it focuses more around the Sith, quote-unquote, being the heroes of the film in their point of view instead of the Jedi being as the As long as the psychological dynamic is still a father and son, I think it'll work. Because Star yeah. Wars is equivalent to a father and son dynamic. And just I, need to be, a, a, you know, like, like the Mandalorian and Yoda aren't related, but it's a father-son dynamic. I think it would be better if we saw, saw it from the opposite, from the dark side point of view. Like an unhealthy father-son dynamic? Yeah, sort of. That'd be cool. Which is what would almost play on what society has today. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Since, since that they... works. That's still Star Wars. So. Yeah. It, it, it's really leaning into... Um, and you really can't... It, it's a little bit different with Snoke and Ben, if you're reading the comic right now for the rise of, uh, of Kylo Ren. It's very manipulative. It's very... Um, Unhealthy. You know, yeah, it's, it's very like, Abusive. oh man, what's the word? Yeah, there you Groom. go. Where, he's right, he's right, being right. groomed. Yeah. Right. Whereas Palpatine, it was more like, you know, I'm, I'm going to look out for you. Um, I'm going to pretend like I'm, I have your best interests in mind. Um, and I won't look like, you know, I won't look like I'm doing anything too sinister until I'm doing something sinister and, and you know it, you know, it's right well, in front the of your face. The difference being when Palpatine was manipulating everything from behind the scenes, he still had to keep the facade up of being the benevolent ruler of the galaxy. Right. Right. Now, since he's controlling Snoke now, he doesn't have to do that because everybody knows the First Order, what they're about. Yeah. Right. They're not trying yeah. to hide it like they were um, yeah. at the end of the Republic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in the comics, I mean, a Snoke slash Palpatine is brutal to Ben from the very beginning, from childhood. And uh, yeah. it's a different, very unhealthy, very disturbing dynamic. If they expanded on that in the new movies, I think that would be, especially as some kind of commentary on the society today, it'd be a similar thing to what the Joker did you know yeah let's talk about the joke yeah i I had a question what would you guys think um i know this is supposed to be said that i know that the knights of old republic you said it's supposed to be like 3600 years and this the new high uh republic is supposed to be 400 years but what if they just basically took that concept of the knights of the republic and just shoved it into the high republic do you think there'd be like a revolt? Do you think like fans would like freak out? Because not a lot of people, not a lot of people know that, but they're like the hardcore fans would know that. I'd be fine. I I wouldn't have a problem if they move all those events Cause, up. Because you said because you said right now that they aren't canon anyway. Right. So why not take that and put, move it instead of it being Disney said there's more stuff coming from Legends that's going to be made canon or they're encouraging Lucasfilm to make more legend material canon if they do I think they're going to do it the way they did um, things like Thrawn where they took the character and he is the exact same character out of the books just change where he's at which is what we're talking about there I I think I think Um, we can do the same thing with with Knights of the Old Republic slash I don't think, the Old Republic. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do the full-on events because they don't. Um, they they always say they don't want to handcuff the director and say the, have him have to do stuff that's already been done or whatever. But I can see them using concepts out of it, right? Well, Story that, beats, things that, like that. That's why yeah. I mentioned the Sith War or the Gal- yeah. or like the Great maybe, Galactic War. I mean, what about it, Darth Revan and Basila Shan? Yeah. 
I mean, when yeah, you it comes to the idea of the dyad, because was it Dave? You mentioned the dyad. Mm-hmm. That would be a good dyad. Well, if we're that. if we're hitting on the Great Galactic War, who's to say the Great Galactic War wasn't the the Great Sith War as well? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then you could have Raven. You could have Bane. You could have um. Oh, who's the Who's the other one I'm missing? Is it a uh, Malik? Malik, yes, thank you. Yeah. You could have all of them. You could they, you, know, you could have that whole um, move all those events up from four thousand years ago to four hundred years ago mm-hmm. type thing um, for the game. For, for Star Wars, the Old Republic game, you could easily move the timeline up going, hey, game update, just to let you know to make this canon, this is now taking place around the time period of the new trilogy. Yeah. And that well, new trilogy could is, take place over 28 years, which was mm-hmm. the length the of the is, Great War. Yeah, if you look at the, um, the Star Wars visually from that time and the games and things, it's not that much different from where we're at now. No. Yeah, for so it, be, yeah, for it to be 4,000 years before. Yeah, there's still lightsabers and spaceships and blasters and things. And exactly. the Republic and, yeah, it's yeah. 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 So um, we're going to have to get you guys back on again for some more. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Because we're, we're getting close to the end of our time. Where can they find you guys individually and as a show on the Internet? So you can find the followers of the Force Podcast on Twitter at FOTF Podcast. Um, we are on Instagram at Followers of the Force Podcast. Uh, we have a Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash followers of the Force. And um, personally, uh, my Twitter is DMT1196. And Jason and Gwendy, I'll hand it off to you guys. Uh, I'm at, uh, at JasonBWilliams1 on Twitter. And I'm not giving out my home address. <laughs> uh, actually, I'll give out your home address. It, it's, cell, <laughs> it's cell block 1134, <laughs> Virginia State Prison. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And, and I'm Upsie Daisy. So that's at U P S I E D A Z I E S at um, at Gmail. So either way, you can get a hold of me through email. Or you can get a hold of me through um, Twitter. I just started an Instagram account, but it's just brand new. I haven't done anything with it. So, okay. but it's the same Upsie Daisies. All righty. Well, I thank you guys for coming on. It's been a blast. Oh, it really has. Yeah, absolutely. Thank uh, you guys for having us. Thank you. Next time we're on, you guys come on. If you want, we could do another round or two of <laughs> Smuggler's Feud, but we don't have you. to. We don't have absolutely. to because we already broke the ice. But that was fun. <laughs> that was fun. Well, now that I get, I mean, I, I, I get now what you were saying at the beginning of it. It's like, get to forget that you're a Star Wars fan. Yeah. Uh, and that's the, the hard part. The question. And that's the hard yeah, part yeah. of this game. It's like, no, it's you not. Said, what, a job for Chewbacca. I'm like, well, question. co-pilot. <laughs> well, we also have the uh, the Disney version. And with some of that, it's like, okay, knowing the Disney movies and everything else, it's like, no, you can't think like a Disney fan. You got to think like, right. a, like a Disney idiot. Which, David, you I know, know what I'm talking about. At a, at a certain I point, know I was trying to think about. of things like, how would my mother answer this question? And right. I, <laughs> yeah. So, um, how how often do you guys um, put out a show? Uh, usually we put one out every Monday. Um, every now and then schedules are just don't work out and we have to upload and record on a different day. But generally every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern time, there will be a new episode. 
Excellent. Excellent. Well, thank you guys again for coming on and, and oh, sharing, yeah, thank a, you. sharing a late evening with us. Absolutely. No problem. So, and uh, Ken, anything else? Uh, no, just the same as what you said. Thank you for coming on, guys. This has been a fr- really good time. Awesome. Thanks for having us, guys. Thank you. Well, there's only one thing left to be said. Give the evacuation code signal. All right, cut the chatter. Jinx, I can hold it. Pull up! No, I'm all right. information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2! Clark, I don't like the look of this neighborhood. Come on, Ellen, it's important for the kids to witness the plight of the rebellion. Kids, you noticing all this blight? Roll them up.